Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Manifestation Mastery on Blog Talk Radio. Life-changing manifestations with your host, Sterling Meyer. Hello and welcome to Manifestation Mastery Episode 15. I'm your host, Sterling Meyer. I'm the founder of Get Your Life Now and the creator of the AOM system, transformation in all areas of your life in 30 days. So that's what I do. I teach people how to master the manifestation process in 30 days. And I have worked with top companies all over the world. Yep, I have. And, and I, you know, I really, I really love my work. Um, I've worked with A-list celebrities, social media influencers, countless individuals of all walks of life. Yes, I work one-on-one seminars, intimate groups, pre-recorded video series, and now, as of January 1st, my new book is coming out. Let's get some, cup- some applause going here. <laughs> okay, that- <laughs> that's me shooting my horn. Um, anyway... So it's the AOM system, Manifestation Mastery in 30 Days, and it's available to the public January 1st, Amazon Worldwide. You can pre-order now, and why not? Because we're gearing up for a new year, and most of us want to leave 2020 behind and not drag it into the new year, and the AOM system is absolutely perfect for that. So disconnect from the negativity of not only 2020, but all the way back into childhood forever underline that and just to add some fun if you order the book you can enter to win a $50 Amazon gift card by posting a picture of yourself with the AOM book and hashtag it hashtag the AOM system winners are going to be announced February 1st and I just want to let you guys know in case you don't know I do offer free consultations and you can arrange for an appointment on the website getyourlifenow.com Scroll down to the bottom of the homepage where you're going to find a little form to fill out and voila, your appointment will be promptly scheduled. And speaking of my new book, my manifestation story tonight is actually about how I created from nothing the perfect setting to start writing my book in a quiet, serene, and peaceful setting. I envision a beautiful house in a magical setting in the Hollywood Hills. Now, I didn't know, I didn't even need to know someone who would lend me their house. I simply created it with the tools from the AOM system. And I also created the time to be end of July or early August. And I since I needed about two weeks to complete this book outline. So one day I had this for no reason, this inner prompting to log into my Facebook account. And the first post in the thread was from an old, old friend of mine who I had lost touch with for over five years. And her post stated that she was looking for a house sitter for two weeks. And yep, yep, you guessed it. Starting July 27th in the Hollywood Hills. And her post gathered a huge response by willing participants to house sit. And I posted my request and she selected me. Yeah, wow. I mean, the last time we conversed, she was living in a downtown loft. I didn't even know she had moved into the Hollywood Hills house. 
And let me tell you, it was perfect. I mean, beautiful gardens, outside sitting areas on a lush hill, and talk about quiet, it was on a cul-de-sac. So it couldn't have been more perfect, and it was there that the book began. So people, you have no idea how incredibly powerful you are, and it's all within you. And I invite you to tap into your powers to create anything you want from within, because all you need is you, nobody and nothing else. You have a magic wand within you. But it's completely up to you to find it, and the AOM system will lead you there. January 20th, our guest will be actress, book, author, TED Talk speaker, conscious creator, and creation teacher, Dee Wallace. You all know Dee from her role as the mother in the Steven Spielberg movie, E.T. She's also known as the Scream Queen, having starred in films such as Stephen King's Cujo, The Howling, and she recently guest starred in NCIS and Shooter. So please subscribe to the radio podcast to be notified of our upcoming extraordinary guests. I've already got a bunch of callers coming in. So this is great. You guys just hang back. I'll be right with you. You're listening to Manifestation Mastery Radio on Blog Talk Radio. And I'd like to now introduce tonight's guest. I am so excited and I'm delighted to extend a warm welcome to today's incredible guest, Shelly J. Miller. She's a truly gifted psychic and medium. Here, here's some for Shelly. <laughs> Let's hear it for her, right? Okay. So she is, you know, I, I, she's truly gifted. And for those of you who aren't familiar with what a medium does, they are gifted at connecting with those on the other side. Her website is ShellyJMiller.com. And she has been double tested by Shea Parker. All you live listeners, get those questions ready. And we're going to be taking some live calls tonight. That call-in number is 516-387-1582. 516-387-1582. Hello, Shelly. How are Hello. you? I'm well, <laughs> Sterling. How are you? I'm doing great. I so want to thank you for being on tonight's show. This is exciting. Oh, I've been waiting. Yay. Oh, I'm delighted. I, I couldn't wait. I love your work, and I thought that you know when we spoke before, we had a deep connection, and I'm just, um, it's so good to be here. Awesome. Well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take a call in a moment, guys, so you guys just hang back, but I'm going to ask one question real quick, because I'm, I'm really, I'm curious. I want to get okay. that ball rolling by asking you about being double tested by Shea Parker. Now, can you explain to our listeners who Shea Parker is and how one is double tested? Well, there are a lot of psychic directories, and we readers uh, choose different directories just so that people that don't know anything about us and want a little extra comfort knowing that somebody who has been uh, an outside source has tested us. And so um, several years ago, it was suggested to me to go on Shea Parker's uh, uh, Best American Psychics, which was several years ago, because it's very hard to get on there. You have to be double tested. You have to read for three different callers that are picked randomly and they give feedback. You have to do psychic and mediumship readings or whatever your level of expertise is that you're going to offer. You have to take a test. Uh, you have to pass an ethics test, all of that. And so I was drawn to them because they were quality, you know, and I'm very much in it about integrity and I wanted to be represented by someone who also felt the same way. So I did that several years ago. Awesome. Okay, great. I love that. Um, let's, Take our first call. Hang on here. Let's see who we got. All right. Hello. This is area code 304. 
Who do I have on the line? You have Thomas. Oh, hi, Thomas. How are you? Oh, oh, wonderful. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Thomas, have I spoken to you before, my love? Oh, actually, Shelly, you have done a reading for me. Uh, it's been a while, but yes, you have done one. Thank you, and you yeah. are and you are marvelous. I must. Oh, say. thank you. Wasn't this about? And I'm not going to give your personal information away, but wasn't this about your uncle from Florida and your lovely daughter? Very good, excellent. Yeah, memory. that is correct. Nice to hear from you. How can I help, Thomas? You've been on my mind. I've been wondering about what's going on there. If anybody's been ringing the clock. <laughs> Well, it's been, uh, well, yeah, all that still happens. And my daughter has returned from her um, healing at the upper realm. So that was quite an experience. And now her and I have shifted gears and we're working on doing healing. Uh, She's led me to some teachers who teach me about trans healing and things like that. So we've got a whole new adventure that we're on, which is awesome. But then the other day she um, drops in my lap that she is planning and would like to come back into the physical in the near future. She's, she would like to come back as my granddaughter from oh. my other daughter. And okay. if she does do that, how is that going to throw off or how does that impact the spiritual journey her and I are on now, I guess? Yeah, I feel like it would enhance it uh, because she oh, wants back with some experiences. For those who don't know, and Thomas, I won't go into detail about your personal story, but His daughter passed at an early age. We made a connection with her twice. She was told that she would uh, not be in connection with her father for a while because she had to step away and learn some lessons so that when she did reincarnate, uh, which is dreaming another lifetime, that's a whole other story. But anyway, that she would have less to do, less to get over when she came back because she was going to kind of relearn some of the things that she hadn't been able to come over in this lifetime with, with her father. So if she comes back as your granddaughter, I think that's fantastic because um, I feel like she will be able to lead in some ways that she wasn't before. And I feel like you have grown and I, I'm sure you would, you would, say that that's true is it not I felt like you were really making some headway when I tuned in with you and I feel like uh, the two of you together you know can um, can help each other I feel like when she's in the body as a child you will be telepathing so I feel she'll come in pretty open Thomas if you are aware and as she starts to come in do what you do what I did with my nephews. I just started telepathing with them and I stayed connected the whole time they were circling and getting ready to come into the body. Oh, wonderful. And when when you're saying that she's she's hugging me, she's electrifying me with her presence. So she's I believe in full agreement with what you're saying. So that's oh, that's wonderful. Oh, good. That good, you know, because I think it's really quite miraculous that she gets to come back that way. Not everybody gets to come again in the family vibration so that's why I say your work together is is done but I think it, it'll have a new dynamic and I think you'll both be very very pleased with it I feel like she's going to do some of her art and get and she's going to put her healing energy through artwork she was creative last time oh yes extremely she's extremely yeah. creative yes well it feels like she will be this time too and that um she says her name is may I say her name Yes, please, yes. Isn't it Gracie? Yes, it is. Very good. That's what I thought. Yeah, well, I can feel her right now. I heard her say Gracie in my head. Uh, I feel like she's coming soon. Like, what, six, seven, eight months? 
uh, probably sooner than I can imagine. So she's uh, she's very anxious and very excited. And I was just because her and I right now we're working on this trans healing stuff, which is awesome. Uh, I've got some wonderful teachers, and I work with the angels, and we do this healing stuff. And she's part of she runs the team basically. She's my guru. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And and so uh, although I so I was just kind of a little bit concerned if she steps away from that, I'm assuming I'm still going to be able to continue with my other team members, the angels and the, you know, the healers and the and the guides and stuff as well. So like sure. it will be be important to stay on your own road. One of your challenges will be not to just completely glue yourself to her because I know you're so tight, but uh, yeah. follow your follow Holy Spirit within you and always ask what's the best because there are times when she needs a moment, times when you need a moment, times when you're together. So this just brings you closer together. And there a lot of people are are really waking up right now and and they're finding that they can telepath where they couldn't before. Now you're super tuned in. So you don't really have that issue, but I feel like all is well. And uh, her parents know that she's coming, right? Uh, I, we've discussed it, and I, I've alerted them. Said, "Hey, if this child comes, it's going to be Gracie." Okay. And they look at me with like the deer in the headlight look. So I've been trying to <laughs> excitedly tell, break the ice. <laughs> right, right. No, I think awesome. it's going to be good. Yeah, I, I am picking up your Uncle John, too, your, your great Uncle John, and, and I think he's been of service to you. Has he not? Oh, he has, and uh, he's been wonderful. He's helped me with my automatic writing, uh-huh. um, which I've done mostly of it with through Gracie, though, but he's still here, and he's really anxious, and he, he's excited, and he uh, he makes his presence known. So it's it's way cool, way cool. Very beautiful. Uh, uh, yeah. One last quick one. Is there anything else I can do to hmm, – help improve and clarify, um, make my communication reception for my daughter clearer. I mean, I feel her very well, and I can audibly hear her sometimes, but and, and clear knowing as well. But is there anything else I can do to improve maybe manifestations of her or just improve the overall um, communication connection? Yeah, this may seem counterintuitive to what you what you're asking me, but really, and I think I shared this with you the time I read for you when we connected at a fair one time before you and I hooked up for private readings. Uh, less anxious, don't reach with the mind, because you want to just be cool. You want to be in receivership. You know, don't don't overwork it because you'll be working from your mind. Let it flow and really know and come to peace with whatever. Is supposed to be the plan will be the plan. You know what I mean? Because you're still working mm-hmm. on that. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to get so tied to her that your world falls apart if it doesn't go down the way you think it will. And, and it's going to be exactly right. So uh, I would say, you know, uh, when when you, you feel like you're overworking it and reaching with your mind, mediumship has to be receivership. And so I would just I would just be really cool, happy, and willing to uh, let God's plan unfold for you rather than your plans for God. Perfect. That makes perfect sense. Oh, okay. thank you so much, Shelly. You're oh, such honey, a blessing it's so to nice me. to hear you. And a happy holidays and much love to Uncle John and Gracie in the other world. Oh, thank you so much and same to you. I appreciate oh. it. Okay, sweetheart. Thanks, Thanks for calling, Thomas. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. So, what an awesome call. What a great call yeah. that was. I you know, I wanted to ask you, how how did you discover your talent? You know, uh, when I was a baby, my first rec- rec- uh, recollections, uh, Sterling, 
was I saw the body that I was going to inhabit. Well, I actually uh, saw myself levitating over the house that I was going to be born into. And I was hanging out by the yard up, up in the sky, that kind of thing. And, and like knowing that that's where it was. And I was kind of fresh from my last lifetime, which I died in, uh, in uh, Nazi Germany. And, and so I was like, wow, this one's going to be better. I could feel it. And then I could see myself as a ball of light standing out or levitating outside the crib and see the baby's body that I was going to merge with. And then I slowly started merging. And uh, when I got in the body, I could see the I could see the same psychic picture of the galaxy and the universe that I can now. And I could communicate telepathically. And then I would see my guides levitating in the corners of the room. There were two of them. There was a male and a female that I knew and they were with me until I was the age of five. And, uh, and that kind of thing. So, uh, and I knew I could telepath, but my mom would always use baby powder and it was scratchy. I didn't like it. And I'd always think, God, I can't talk yet. I can't believe this. Let me see if I can get her telepathically. And I, I couldn't, she was wonderful. She would come when I, you know, before I needed anything, she'd be in the room, but I just couldn't get her to not do the baby powder. So I've been, I've had this gift, you know, since really before I even stepped into the body, I was conscious of it. And then when I was uh, two and a half, I looked down and I saw myself in baby sleepers and realized I had reincarnated and I was really upset because I really did not want to come back in the body. And then at five, they told me, listen, you've got lessons to learn. We are going to step back. And I, I cried. I didn't want them to leave because that seemed more real than my other reality and um and then like 30 years later i had the memory of them doing that but all the way along in life you know i was visited by the arcturians when i was 15 they came right through the walls uh again when i was 19 and i knew who they were so i've had a galactic collection the the angels the ascended masters even the devic kingdom i was a full body channel for one of the one of the beings from the devic kingdom so i've had this forever and uh, it just seemed like I figured everybody did, so I never really said much about it, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you just figured this is the way it was like for everybody. That's really extraordinary. You know, it kind of kind of reminds me, my mom told me once, she's very psychic, my mother. And oh. she, said, she said when she was really, really little, you know, I don't know, maybe two or three or something, she would look at her hands and her body and go, how did I get in here? Like, this oh. is just too weird. Like, yes. what? How did I get into this weird little vessel, you know? Mm-hmm. She couldn't relate to it at all. She didn't see yeah. herself as her body, you know. Right. I'd go in and out of mine on the changing table. I'd go out of my body, and I realized that I was going to get out of here. I didn't want to do it. So I got sick, and I almost made it. I almost was uh, able to get sick enough to die, and then they caught me and found a remedy, and uh, so I had to stop going in and out of my body all the time, because I would go out, and when you come back into the body, your body looks like a series of geometries all strung together, and then you you come into the crown of your head, and boom, your spirit's in your body. That's how you leave in death, too. You leave out the top of your crown of your head. I watched my dad do that. Uh, he He died, unfortunately, while I was trying to resuscitate him, but I saw him, his spirit shake in his body, and he went out the top of his head, in a in a huge stream of uh, violet light, I watched him go. And then when he was out of the body and I was sitting with his, his flesh body, he was talking to me already. So, yeah, it's uh, my whole life has been like this. I just, you know, this is just the way I live. I have stories that can fill books. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, I remember watching the documentary that Martin Scorsese won about uh, living in a material world about uh, um, 
um, the Beatle, George Harrison. And oh, his yeah. wife said that when he left his body, it like the room lit up like it was a very gold light that emanated uh-huh. and, you know, moved. So why would there be different colors? You know, you said violet and then mm-hmm. she said gold. Like what would that represent? The, the gold light is the, is the Christ light. So always when I see gold light in a reading or around somebody, that's that's the Christ light or God's love around you. Uh, ah. The colors in the body uh, are correlating with what, what level of awareness, like what chakra you're leaving from. My dad was very advanced, also extremely psychic, very advanced uh, being. And he, so violet is the, is the crown chakra color. And he happened to go out, he was, uh, he was uh, most aligned with the violet flame. It depends mm. on what soul level you're working on, that kind of thing. Interesting. Well, let's take another call. We've got somebody sure. here. Let's see who it is. So, uh, hello, you're welcome. This is 914 area code. Who do we have on the uh, line? Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. My name is Catherine, and I I was really fascinated by that conversation. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, both of you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so do you have a question yeah. for either one of us? Um, I do, please. Um, it looks like I might be getting some work in Colorado um, next year. I was wondering if you see it um, being a good partnership, if it's something I should um, invest myself in. Um, any information around that, I'd greatly appreciate. Okay. Did you want to go first, Sterling? No, you go for it, Shelly. You're my guest. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay, honey. Uh, so, sweetie, you are Catherine. You are talking about moving for work. Um, it could be um, just like a few months and back, not necessarily staying. I think, um, but like months at a time. Um, okay, because I'm hearing Colorado is good for the short run. I feel like um, I feel like if you go, you'll get more of an expanded view of what's next for you. And, um, you know, so it like, it'll benefit you. You know what I mean? You don't really have to know more than that. You just kind of stay in the now. And uh-huh. if it feels right, and I will say this too, if things fall together easily, like they dovetail, you, not much effort and things just show up, go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If, it, if I don't have to like pry and, um, yeah, don't, you, know, you don't have of... to effort it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. I would say for the short one, yes, but I feel like it'll lead you to the next decision. Does that make sense? Yeah, yes. Um, I was invited on to their team for one project, um, and they want to do another one of mine after that. So maybe it won't be both. It'll just be one. Well, what I heard uh, when you were talking was that uh, this will open the door for yet another opportunity. So it's a win-win either way. If you just go and follow along and do that one, something else will come. Maybe not with them, but something that you gained from your time with them, it's, it's, it's like it's going to enhance what will come next. Okay. Yeah. So I, I feel good about it. Oh, fabulous. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Oh, pleasure. Awesome. Thank you so much for ca- calling, Catherine. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. Happy holidays. <laughs> thank you. Happy holidays to you. you, too. Sterling, I, sh- I should probably mention that I was going to do a radio special for the callers tonight if they're first-time clients. 
Do you want me to say something about that? A little little gift? Yeah, well you're you're on the air now. She's I'm sure she could still hear you, so go for okay. it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Now Thomas, the first caller is is my client, but for those that would like to give it a try, I I have uh cut down my, my re if you call me on the radio and you're first time client and you want to give it a try for a longer reading, my my hours are normally hundred and fifty and I will do it for half. $75 for an hour, or my uh, half hours are normally 100 and I would do it for less than half, which is 45 for 30 minutes. So you can't go wrong if you want a longer reading, if something has piqued your interest. Also, I'm going to extend that throughout January 1st if you want to buy a gift for somebody. Some people, you know, love to give a, a reading as a gift, and I will honor that, but you'll have to go on ShellyJMiller.com to the contact page. Give me your name, your email, and your phone, and make sure it's spelled right, because a lot of people don't spell it right, then I can't get in touch. And put uh, put uh, Manifestation Mastery Radio, and that whatever message that you want to do it, and then you'll have to uh, book it, not necessarily time, but you'll have to claim it. You'll have to pay for it by January 1st if you want the special. But um, we can book it for another time after that. But I'm going to do that tonight on your show for your guests. Awesome. Sounds great. I love that. So I wanted to ask you, so what, what, I understand you read the Akashic Records. For those who don't understand what that is, can you clarify for our listeners what those records are? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Akashic Records are, are uh, all the information. There's, they're every thought, word, intention, which is important. They record your it's an impartial recording of every thought, word, action, intention, and deed that you have ever done on, on the planet. And it is a collective, it's not only personal history of all the lifetimes, but it's a collective history. And I feel that it's also in between lifetimes because really what we're doing is we're, everything is made up of thought. And you know this with your manifestation book, but thought mm-hmm. creates, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, so it's an impartial recording. The Akashic Records are stored in the etheric realm, which is a much higher vibration than, uh, than, the, than the physical planet. And so you can access those. Some people have total past life recall. I have a huge past life recall, but not everybody does because, you know, you, probably, you don't necessarily need the whole shebang, you know, in this lifetime. But I'll, I will say this. To And Edgar Casey was probably the most famous one that tapped the Akashic Records in his reading. The reason that they can be valuable is because uh, if you want to know why you're drawing certain people or circumstances into your life, oftentimes it comes and your thought forms that turn into belief systems. And then, uh, therefore, your blocks sometimes to why you can't remove your blocks and move forward. And that's probably in your book, too. Uh, you know, is... Um, Mm-hmm. You can tap into them, and you can see who played what part, what didn't go so well, what was the lesson, what's the opportunity, and how you can heal it and overcome it. So you can heal yourself and other relationships and heal your money and heal any aspect of your life by tapping in and understanding the Akashic Records. And it generally leads to compassion, forgiveness, and healing. So uh, I do read those as well. Beautiful. I love that. Thank you. That's awesome. Well, let's see who we've got now. We've got another new caller. We've got a lot of callers, actually. Hi, this is area code 678. You're on Manifestation Mastery Radio. Who do we have on the phone? Hi, this is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. (laughs) Do you have a question, Kathy, for Shelly? 
I yes, I do. Hi, Shelley. Hi. Um, I have a question. Um, been dating a guy for two months. Um, it's going okay. Wanted to see what you see around it. Okay. I feel and like their name is. Oh. Is it Kathy? I didn't know if you needed a name or nothing. I'm sorry. Oh no, that's fine. Uh, I can take his name if you if you like. Um, I feel I, like his name is Anthony. They call him Tony. Okay, okay. I feel like you're really interested in this going farther, probably than. It's not that he's not interested. It feels like you're just super interested in it. You know, like you you'd be kind of willing to to find somebody. Would that be accurate to say? You, you, you're at that point in your life where you're kind of you wouldn't mind at all if this worked out. Um, um, and, yes. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like, so I feel like in that way, you're a little more exuberant about it than he is. Not that he's not, but I feel like I'm seeing him look in another direction and that doesn't mean another relationship. I feel like he is um, busy with other things in his life a little bit right now and doesn't have as sharp a focus on the relationship. Although He's very aware of you, and I think he has found you quite harmonious. And uh, and so I think that, you know, but I, but it's not like he's facing you directly in my psychic vision and coming right at you. So I think this takes a little patience. And um, let me, let me feel into Tony. I'm not sure that this one, honey, is going to go the distance because it feels like he has other things to do in his life before he really gets ready to be make a commitment. And I think you're more ready to go. Um, I would say this though, if not uh, enjoy it for the time it, it is, don't get overly wound up. Use it as a mirror, uh, Kathy, to see what it is you'd really, really like. And, and that's of tremendous value when you can kind of go through uh, what your feelings are and what your patterning is, what your mental patterning is around relationships and why you call to yourself who you call to yourself. Uh, you'll get a better idea of, gee, I'm thinking this. I wonder maybe that's not of service to me, and you can change your mind on some things. I think then, uh, because I think you're going to end up uh, in a different kind of relationship, and I don't think it's going to be Tony. I'm seeing you with a uh, the back of a pan, and it's copper on the bottom, and it's a wooden spoon. This is always my symbol for the heart of the home. And what that means is, and then I saw you in a big kitchen, with a partner and a whole lot of relatives and family around. And I feel like there's a better match coming to you because I feel like you'd be happier with somebody who's really family oriented and, and you like harmony in the big group. Does that make sense? Do you have a fairly large family or the one that's coming looks like he has a pretty good sized family. Does that make sense to you, Kathy? Kathy? Um, no, I don't have a large, hello. I don't have yeah. a large family. Well, um, I I but feel like Tony yeah. is very close in his family. Okay. Well, I feel like the one that's coming that's going to last is a different vibration than this gentleman, Tony. Uh, but I feel like you're going to really love having a large family around you and kind of being the matriarch. And uh, I feel that this relationship is very easy. I feel like this man is divorced, whoever he is, it's coming. And I feel like, but he has really good relationships, like he's always maintained excellent relationships with his children and that kind of thing. Uh, and I feel like you will ha help him with some of that with 
with the rest of the relationship with the wife, the things that he needed to learn. But I feel like happiness is coming for you in partnership. And it has to do with um, maybe more of a need than you knew about being kind of being the queen bee and the matriarch because you're going to, you're really good at it. You're good at bringing people together. So how do you, how soon do you see the, I guess the new man coming because what you just described about Tony's divorce, um, he's good with, um, he worships his two daughters and they're married and he has grandkids. So he's very family oriented and worships him. So worships them. So it's that, so um, I guess I, I mean, you just described him to a T, but you're saying it's not him too. I guess it, when does yeah. that person come in? Because that's very weird for me. You know, I hear what you're saying, and that would be confusing. Let me let me sum up because we 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 have to move on. But let me say it this way: if that ends up being Tony, he would have to make some changes because right now I feel like he is not focused with you in the way that would make that an eventuality. I mean, it would take some time. The the gentleman that I'm seeing that I've just described. As, as your Tony and his family comes in, he has a different vibration and he comes in really easily. And I think it's the kind of thing where you're going to say, oh my gosh, lightning has struck twice. Only this time, this one's lined up and it's easy and it's effortless. And I am so happy. Look at all these wonderful people I got in t- tossed in with the bargain. So if it doesn't line up with Tony, know that there is a better situation that's coming. I do feel it's the second man, not the first one. I don't think it's a long way off either. Maybe a year. Mm. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much for calling in, Kathy. We really appreciate having you. Happy holidays. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye. So I have a question. There is a shift that was set into motion on December 21st, and I've been dying to ask you this. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what the future holds for 2021? I mean, is there good news on the horizon after such a challenging year? Well, uh, you know, we've entered the age of Aquarius, and I don't know if anybody saw the star of Bethlehem in the sky. It's where uh, Jupiter aligns with Mars. And Jupiter is the planet of expansion and a social, a spiritual awake. Mars is uh, combative. It's it's working in the world. It gen- generally ha- generally tends to have some uh, real press on that. It's not an easy planet. So for me, this this does signal some social strife. Could be some civil war, that kind of thing, because things are very polarized right now. Everybody's very excited about. Oh, it's the age of Aquarius and. And, uh, you know, you may, if I'm dating myself from the fifth dimension, that band was very popular when I was growing up and they, they're the ones that made the song, the age of Aquarius really famous, but it talks about harmony and understanding and, and everybody loving to get living together in peace. I do not see at all how that is possible for a really long time. And remember the ages of Aquarius, you know, it's, it's a 2000 year cycle. Uh, I think that we have um, a great opportunity, though, Sterling, to awaken spiritually. And we are actually in the cycle in the Eastern tradition of Kali Yuga. Those cycles last 432,000 years. Kali Yuga, not to be a downer, but happens to be the darkest uh, cycle in the entire uh, system. 
and we have just entered into it. And if you really look out and see what the globalists have planned in terms of your civil rights being taken away and digital things and, you know, your your travel being curtailed, they're even going to try to um, uh, make it impossible for us to grow food and to um, take anything from the earth. There's a lot of manipulation going on. So I think that what we will have to do in this age of Aquarius is work together and come into our hearts. That will provide an awakening. People may have to um, push against Mars to the, you know, the, the energy in the world that is to awaken spiritually. So do I think it's going to be a walk in the park? No. Do I think it's the greatest opportunity on the planet uh, this time? Because they say it's easier to awaken in Kali Yuga than in any other time. But that is because there's more polarization and it's easier to decide I'm going to choose love and peace than get um, – get you know caught up in the muck and mire of the fear consciousness that's going on there's a tremendous amount of fear lots of um lots of judgment against each other and and the fear will pull you down so you know i I, i'm not singing uh, singing the happy song uh in the outer i think it's going to get really hard in the outer but uh if you will put your your if you will become god-centered and heart-centered and really start following your own guidance and try not to get caught up in the world mind, you can find your way at the beginning of the age of Aquarius. You really can awaken. So, But I think you're going to have to be about yourself. And this is the time to be really, really guided or to hook up with somebody like me who can, who can help you. I've done a ton of relocation readings, lots of people moving, lots of changes. So, um you know, I, I'm not I'm not singing a happy song like everybody else is because I I know too much. <laughs> I've been on the radio since January talking about what's going to go down, and and it's it's not going to be um, happy news. Well, the challenges may be there, but I always say with every challenge, the seeds for a breakthrough are there. If we're yeah. not challenged in some way, we can't grow. Nobody grows lying horizontally on their back, you know, <laughs> you yep. know, just looking at this, the sky, you know, I mean, you got to have something to work with, define your own power to connect with the almighty, all creative energy, you know, I that agree. we are a part of. And so we, you know, it, it can be a great growth period. And I, I welcome challenges. I mean, you know, I, I use my system. It really makes all the difference. All my clients say I have lost all fear because I know I understand things and I know what there is to do with challenges and I can come out of this empowered because you know and and you know that's a long conversation as to why but that's how you lose power because you're so in touch with your own power which is actually limitless because it is the all creative power so we're going to take the next call here, the 914 area code. You're listening to Manifestation Mastery Radio on Blog Talk Radio. And we've got Shelly J. Miller, psychic and medium here on the show, which is wonderful. Let's go and see who we've got next on the line. Hi, 914. This is Sterling. Who, do, who are you? <laughs> oh, you, you picked me up already. I was just listening. Thank you. you oh, oh you got it. Oh, okay, perfect. Okay, thank you. So we had her still in the line in the queue here. Um, so what is it that we must understand to create positive changes in our lives? I mean, what is the most important lesson? You spoke about it a little bit. You were saying find your God-centeredness. 
come from a place of love versus fear is essentially what you were saying. Is there anything that people can do or that you can recommend for them to do? I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm sure other people are as well. Yes. And that's a, that's a perfect question for uh, the conversation that we had. Uh, I, uh, I counsel from A Course in Miracles, which is a text that Jesus um, said word for word to a scribe in the 60s. It's called A Course in Miracles. Many people probably know about it. But it is a non-dual text. And by non-dual, I mean uh, we, we see the world in, in terms of duality, good and bad, hot and cold, all of that. And this, uh, he says forgiveness but radical forgiveness is the most important thing that will bring you home. And what he means by that is that you, uh, we are dreaming. He said we had a tiny mad idea that we could be separate from God and we forgot to laugh. And in that moment, the big bang and the planets and the bodies were created in the universes. And in that moment it was healed. So we are actually dreaming a a serial dream of lifetimes, even when we leave the body in so-called death, because we are eternal. We do not die. We just cast a body and then believe it for a while. And so to wake up in the dream, you use radical forgiveness. You don't just forgive that, you know, I'm the bigger person or somebody's had uh, a bad lifetime. It's a bad experience. So I'm going to, you know, cut you some slack. You forgive the dream itself. You realize that we are all the sons of God. We're innocent. We're holy. And he says, when you see yourself and others, your brothers, uh, your the other sons of God, and you see them as sinless. So you're holding the Christ vision for people. He says, when you use radical forgiveness, then you remember your own divine nature and that of everyone else's. And that's how you get back in touch because he says, it's already within you. The perfect love and the eternal peace reside within you all the time. He says you must remove the blocks to the awareness of love's presence. So when you let go of your ego and your judgment, you will find instead that through radical forgiveness, you will be living more and more in the experience of the unconditional love and the peace. And that is how you will awaken to your true identity and see it for everybody else. That's your ticket home. And that actually ends the cycle of birth and death which could go on thousands and thousands of years you keep dreaming or you could wake up this time and i agree with you this is a perfect time in history to wake up mm-hmm. it really is it's, it's an opportunity to wake up we really have when you look past i mean look at the past and everything you can see like you know there's a lot let me i'm going to rephrase that when you look at the recent past We've come out of a period where everything was hidden from view. Right. And there was a mask, you know. And now, call it the age of, you know, of electronics and the Internet. But all this stuff is being unearthed. All these things are being revealed. And it sometimes, it's, you know, sometimes it's bad and ugly that we have to deal with here. However... We can't do anything if it remains in our blind spot. That awareness about it gives us an opportunity to do something about it. You know, when when I work with my clients, I go, you can't transform that which is inauthentic, being um, mad or or sad or 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 um, despondent, depressed, or unmotivated, or procrastinating, whatever inauthentic way of being. You can't transform it unless you're able to identify what is off, what is not working. Why are you at a state of dis 
ease, what is it? Pinpoint it. Then once you've accepted it, allowed it to be, you can actually transform it. But if you resist it, you lose all your power to transform it. And acceptance is key because that's a place of empowerment. There's, you know, it's, we live, like you said, that duality. We live in this duality world. And so there's nothing really bad or wrong. We have to have some contrast for something to exist. We have to be able to compare to something, right? So that duality actually can service. It doesn't mean that we have to engage in it. It doesn't mean that we have to even welcome it into our world or create it ourselves, you know, but for there to be love, we have to have the absence of love to be able to identify love and have something to compare it to. Like I said, that doesn't mean that you have to be a hateful person in order to enjoy love. It's not about that. But identifying it, you know, and being able to see that, the difference is what gives it its um, presence, you know, because you have something to compare it to. So we've got another caller here. Let's find out who this is. Hi, 917. This is Sterling, Manifestation Mastery, who we have on the line. Yes, this is Stacy. Hey, how are you today? Well, hello, Stacy. Welcome to the show. We're doing great. Did you have a question for Shelly? Yes. Hi, Shelly. How are you? I'm fine, honey. How are you? Not bad at all. How can I help you? <laughs> That's yes, great. ma'am. Just wanted to see. Yes, yeah, so I just wanted to see what you pick up for me uh, in 2021. Hopefully, some good things. Do you have something specific that you want to look at? Yeah, uh, career-wise. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. What? I'm looking for a new job. I couldn't hear that. You're looking for what? Oh. New job. Oh, I'm sorry. New job. Okay, new thank job. You. Yeah. Yeah, so I just started getting my here. resume out. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm seeing a red balloon go up, and and you're standing below it, and you're very happy. A red balloon would be uh, that is my symbol for financial matters and things um, that are from the root chakra that are about finances and 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 grounding and that kind of thing. So it, it feels like to me that you're going to be able to let go of any fear and this is kind of a spiritual move like Sterling and I were talking about earlier where you begin to uh, surrender and change and I feel like uh, go even more strongly into your thought forms that the right things are happening for me God is my unfailing supply and God is always on time that kind of thing I feel like you're going to be able to live a bit in the world of the wondrous you know where you know that spirit's got your back and things are just going to start coming and I feel like you're going to have uh, the ability to wait with patience, but wait in a in a state of peace. And I think the things are going to start coming because I saw the, the red balloon go up, and then I'm seeing it coming back down, and it has a little package uh, uh, tied to the string, and it's a little package. And when you open it up, there's a key in there, and uh, and I'm hearing. So I feel like uh, the key is, <laughs> my father used to say to me, when he'd say goodbye to me, he'd say, okay, sis, he used to call me sis, he'd, he'd slap on the window and he'd say, drive it like you stole it. And I, I actually just heard that in my head, it's the funniest thing, drive it like you stole it. When you get this key, when you're peaceful and you know that things are going to line up for you and you're waiting, knowing in certainty that they are, 
you're going to get some kind of a key to what your new direction is. Then I saw you in a car, which that vehicle would be you, and I heard you peel out. So you're about to get, uh, you know, when you get yourself in alignment with being open to receive and you know things are coming and you feel good about it and you're not anxious and you're not reaching with your mind, I feel like you'll get the aha that you're looking for the opportunity and you'll have it and you'll go like the wind, you know. It feels really good to me. I'm seeing gold coins coming underneath it, so I think there's money attached. And I feel like more than just uh, money attached is like a feeling of well-being and, and uh, safety because you know that spirit totally has you. I think you're one of those ones that can live in the world of the wondrous. All right. I love it. It sounds great. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much for calling. We appreciate having you. Yes. Happy holidays. Thank you. <laughs> you too. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. So, let's see. Um, so, you know, what I just wanted to ask you, what can you give us the most like a short version? I know we're running out of time here, but um, what's one of your most spectacular stories that you have to share about your worth and work about anything particular come to mind? Any extraordinary, like, you know, amazing thing that kind of is a mind blowing story to share? Uh, I would say that my whole life, spirit has since uh, since every all the lights, bells, and whistles went on for for me again after you know they told me they would close it down and then they would open it back up one day. And I was in my early 30s when everything blinked on for me and I became what spirit called the wide receiver, which I hated football, so they showed me as a personal joke me wearing a football helmet with a satellite dish, meaning that I could tune in by frequency and tell you which master, which angel, which galactic I was talking to, so the wide receiver. And that happened in like 1991. And uh, so I would say my most spectacular stories have been when they sent me like to Hawaii over and over again, they sent me to Europe and that kind of thing. The stories of faith that uh, when I would not know some nights where I was going to sleep, didn't have money for food, following completely spirit in faith, and every single time something something would manifest. And I ended up in Hana, Maui with my spiritual mentor. This is just one of those stories. And uh, we didn't have any groceries and because we had just been doing service work. When we got to our condominium, uh, I was sent downstairs with a picture of the Blessed Mother Mary because she had painted a living painting of the Blessed Mother Mary whose essence came through with this, the roses that she had in her hand. She was taken to the Soviet Union where it was communist. And I was traveling with her doing these presentations. So when we checked into our condominium, I was told to take the picture of the Blessed Mother with me. And this just happened to be the the, the manager's favorite person blessed mother mary and before i got back up to my room there were already people knocking on the door asking for spiritual consults and help and we were taken through uh maui uh uh through hana um door to door hand to hand and people would just come like one day we didn't have any food and they said get up and get up and take your shell gas card fill up your tank and uh, and uh, get in the car, and we drove and drove and drove, and by my Claire audience, and we went down the street, uh, way in the back street of Hana, and they said pull over. So she was driving, and I said, Beverly, they're saying pull over. So we got out, get out, get out of the car, and stand and wait. We weren't even out five minutes, and we see another car coming with all the dust rolling up this country road, 
And it was a friend of ours from the other side of Maui that had also, she was receiving from a being from Planet Sirius, and she had been dispatched to go and, and find us. And a woman was writing with her that, that, that day that said, oh, my gosh, I would love nothing more than to meet Velvely on the on the streets of Hana. We were in this crazy back road. I mean, you couldn't have gotten to There was nobody out there. And they pulled up behind us, I mean, five minutes later after we, she had been directed to. She she drove us to a place where we could sit, put our feet in the water. It was terribly hot and brought us back lunch. And when she found out that we had no groceries, she went and bought groceries and we went home with two bags of groceries. And a, a day after that, I mean, a couple of days after that, when we ran out, I was saying to my guy that I was a full body channel at that time, you've got to get out of my body and stop working with this person because the grocery stores are going to close and we have nothing for dinner. And she says, beloved, we are doing this now. And she kept that up until after it was too late. And I was really mad because I thought, here I am in service, you know, and we don't have any groceries. There was a knock at the door. The manager who loved Blessed Mother Mary came and she had a casserole and a salad. And she turned around to leave. I said, where are you going? She said, oh, I'm going back for rolls and dessert. She invited us with her husband to eat as guests with them every night the rest of the time we were in Maui. And it, it just went like that. One day somebody came and knocked, and he had noticed when we'd been uh, ministering to people spiritually at, at a hotel. And he and his father went and fished all day and brought us food, and that was our food for the day. I, it just went on and on like that. I have so many stories of faith. When you wow. Spirit. Yeah, I could really write some books on this, and I and I really want to say, connect with that part of yourself that's your God self, because I have never been. I have, I mean, we had money that had been buried for forty years in a in a in a barn, like ten thousand dollars worth of gold when we ran out of money, and and my and my uh, cousin found it right in the nick of time. The Holy Spirit kept saying to me, "Tell your father everything is going to be okay. It's never not been okay." Awesome. And that's true. It's always been okay. It always is and it always will be. Let's take our yeah. next call. We've only got a couple of minutes. So we're going to only uh, spend a, a minute or so on, on, on these calls that we have lined up. 830, okay. we have you on the line. Who is this, please? What's your name? Hello. 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 Hi. What's your name? Hi. Joy to the world. Okay. <laughs> so do you have a question for Shelly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I was listening to that lovely story about Hawaii and all. I kind of hate to change the subject, but I do have a question about my husband's uh, future with his company. Um, I'm wondering if he's going to start off in another direction on his own, or is he going to just continue where he's working? Okay. Let me take a look at that real quick. I feel like he's kind of bored and tired. Is he is he kind of worn out with that? Um, I don't know. I just he keeps talking about kind of Uh-oh. We're having okay. a hard time hearing you. Can you speak up? We're having a hard time hearing oh, yeah, you. Can you speak into the phone? Um, yeah. I don't know that he's really bored with it, but I think that he is he's been talking about uh expanding it in another direction and Yeah. It feels like to me, I'm hearing to tell him to stay right now, but only so that he can keep a solid foundation until he lets the new thing come in. Because I feel like by next year, he's going to work with somebody in partnership to launch something new. It feels happier. 
and more. I'm sorry, could you repeat that last part? Yeah, it feels like next year, I mean, stay where you are right now for the stability, but by next year, it feels like he will be working with a partnership. With Uh, a partnership? Yeah, to bring something new in. Now, if the partner does not end up being on the same page with him, he needs to be very careful who he partners up with. But if he's not on the same page, tell him to just rethink it and see if he can do it himself or be a little more careful and find somebody else to work with. But I feel like he's got a... He's got a reason to go ahead and to open up something new. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Um, thank you so much for calling. Let me so mention we have, that. Um, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, just uh, let me mention that anybody who wants a longer reading, I, you can reach me at ShellyJMiller.com, S-H-E-L-L-I-J-Miller.com, or 949-237-2960. And remember the holiday specials. You can also buy those for a gift if you at they're at half price if you uh if you buy one by uh January first, I'll honor that if you want to do gifts for people for readings. So go ahead. Take this one last call and then yeah. um yeah, absolutely. And mention manifestation mastery for a special rate as well. So we've got five one two on the on the line and what is your name, please? Hello? Five one two My name is John. Area code four oh nine. Yes. Hi John. What yes. what would you like to ask? Hi, Shelley? Hey, how's it going? A couple minutes. I left. did uh mm-hmm. Hey Shelly, uh sorry I, I got hit in the nick of time. Uh, I was really interested to know if it's possible to communicate with uh spirits that perhaps have passed on more than um say two thousand and five hundred years ago. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because we live eternally. That's the beauty of reading the Akashic Records, because you can find out who you were and who you were with uh, and who you are today, you know, like, you know, in in the 1400s. I I mean, I, you know, I do that all the time. So, yes, it is possible because they don't ever die. And you go with with your all your information intact, particularly when you're on the other side, you're more conscious of it than you are here. Got you. I uh, I study ancient languages, and uh, I, one particular language that I do study, I have serious uh, questions and uh, and doubts about what the linguists have projected about it. And I would love so much to speak to a native speaker who lived back then and clarify the matter. Right. Well, you could do that through a psychic or mediumship reading uh, because all information is stored in the etheric. And so what was what was uh, not written down clearly, they would be able to tell you what was true and what was false in a reading. You may want to do that. That is amazing. Yeah. I will. Definitely. Yeah. Shelly, you know, good question calling, John. (laughs) Yeah. Great question. Thank you. So, yeah, thank you so much for being on this show, Shelly. This has been so extraordinary. We're going to have to do it again. It's just been wonderful. And I want to mention to all of you guys, again, it's ShellyJMiller.com. Mention the show, Manifestation Mastery, and to receive a special rate if you were listening on the show. Um, My website is GetYourLifeNow.com. Again, please subscribe to this podcast. Connect with me through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the connections with me can be found top right on the website, getyourlifenow.com. And you just never know who's going to be on the show, but you can always count on our guests are always extraordinary. So thank you again, Shelly, shellyjmiller.com. And to all of you, happiest okay. of holidays, and may you have a 
maybe merry and bright magic and miracles <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you sterling thank you so much for thank a lovely you. show you did a wonderful job i appreciated it thank you Okay, bye. Welcome to Manifestation Mastery on Blog Talk Radio. Life-changing manifestations with your host, Sterling Meyer.